I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. According to the psychologist Daniel Kahneman, we all as human beings fear loss way more than we appreciate gains. We're so afraid of losing what we already have that when we're pursuing a new goal, we project out fears about two to seven times more than is real. In other words, when you're going to go try something new, like if you're going to go give a public speech, or if you're going to start a new business, or if you're going to go ask that girl on a date, or whatever, whatever it is you're going to do, you inflate the possible downsides by at least two times, but all, often up to seven times what reality is. As psychological research shows, the anticipation of an event is always more powerful than the event itself. We're always inflating out what we think is going to happen, and often in our minds we create the worst-case scenarios. And we ultimately create a lot of what Dan Sullivan calls dread time. We spend a lot of our time dreading what's going to happen when ultimately the actual event is never as bad as you think it's going to be. You might spend weeks or months scared of asking your boss for a raise. And then ultimately when you do it, whatever the result is, you realize it wasn't that big a deal. We're always inflating what's going to happen in our mind. We're always creating anticipation, whether for good or for bad. The anticipation of an event is also bigger for positive things. You always think that you're going to love that thing more than you really do. You might want a car for a long time, a certain car or a certain job, and then once you get it, you quickly adapt. Actually, psychologists call that hedonic adaptation. We quickly adapt to either the positives or the negatives in our lives a lot faster than we think we will. For example, you could end up getting a new job that pays you twice as much money as you currently have, and you might be excited for like a month, but pretty quickly... You adapt to that and then your thoughts and your desires go somewhere else. It's also true of negative things. You could end up getting hit by a car and being paralyzed. And yeah, it's really terrible for a little while, but you quickly adapt to that and your happiness, you go back to your happiness baseline. And so we quickly adapt to the positives and negatives in life, but in our minds, we make them so much bigger than they really are. So in this video, I'm going to share with you the simple, most easy way to overcome fear. And that's actually just to get consistent at doing something, to facing it over and over again. We're always going to have a little bit of fear, but you need to realize that you're inflating the potential downsides. There are almost no downsides um, to trying big things, like or even trying small things. You want to ultimately start with small things. So for example, I remember when I first started blogging, I was terrified of throwing out blog posts because I was afraid of what people would think of me. But as you get used to doing something small you do something small just get a small win do a micro courage action and courage by the way is essentially the willingness to try something that might not work it's the willingness to fail it's the willingness to face uncertainty 
One of my favorite quotes is expect everything attached to nothing. That comes from the mindset coach, Kerry Campbell. But you need to get used to just a small win, a small micro courage, and then you realize, oh, there was no downside. Oh, it wasn't that bad. I was making it bigger in my head. You need to get used to actually facing reality. So for example, asking that boss for a raise, realizing whether the answer is yes or no, it wasn't that bad. Asking that person on a date, oh, it wasn't that bad. The longer you extend the anticipation phase of it, the more you're delaying the reality and the more you're creating something that isn't actually there. And so you ultimately want to shorten that. And you can do that in small and simple ways. You know, you ultimately get a small win in the morning. Wake up, for example, make your bed, get used to small wins, get used to taking action and then adapting to the result that occurs versus overly anticipating. You just act and then adapt, act, adapt. And you can get better and better. You ultimately want to get used to creating small wins. You can do that on a single daily basis where you just take the right few actions first thing in the morning. Uh, Brian Tracy calls that eating the frog. Basically, it's the idea that you do the worst first. You just get used to doing that first thing that you ultimately procrastinate. Because ultimately, the reason we procrastinate or the reason we delay is because we either don't know what's going to happen and we don't want to deal with the uncertainty, so we're pushing it off, or we don't know what to do. And so the sooner you can just take that small action, the faster you get feedback, the faster you can then move forward with more knowledge. And that's ultimately what allows you to be less afraid. Fear is actually the byproduct of ignorance. And so as you take a step forward, then you have a better view. You get some feedback and then you're no longer afraid because now you know the situation. And so you want to get small wins in the morning. You also just want to get small wins in general. So for example, if you want to write a book, well, write just one page and then share it with someone. You got to get better and better at sharing your thoughts, sharing your ideas, sharing your work, sharing your words with other people. There's a great quote in the Alcoholics Anonymous world that you're as sick as your secrets. You are as sick as your secrets. And so if you're hiding something from someone or from other people or from the world, if you have goals and dreams, but you're hiding those, you're sick. You're, you're, you're suppressing what you ultimately want. And one of the best ways to move forward is to get comfortable getting support, getting aid, getting feedback from other people. So if you do want to write that book, just as an example, write one page, share it with someone, get feedback. There's a psychological idea that all of us actually think other people think less of us than they really do. <laughs> it's, it's just something funny. We, we all think that people dislike us more than they actually do or that they don't think as highly of us. The truth is, is people think higher of you than you think they do in almost all cases. And so when you share your work or when you try that thing and you start getting feedback, you'll realize you probably think it's worse in your head than other people think, but then you can start getting feedback and you can start getting then social support. And there's obviously a lot of research on this. Social support is the number one indicator for happiness. It's the number one thing that people rely on to become successful. And so the faster you can get used to and create a great group of supporters around you and then throwing out whatever it is you're trying to do and then moving forward, you just eventually get to the point where you, you have fear, but you face it so much faster. You know that it's not that big a deal. You know you're inflating the downsides in your head. You know that as soon as you take action, you're going to know something you didn't know before, which then removes a lot of the ignorance, which replaces fear with knowledge or with confidence. And then ultimately, you just get to the point where you know that by getting small wins quick, you then build momentum. And by getting a momentum, you then can take more action and you can stop dwelling in procrastination, stop dwelling with the anticipation. And ultimately, you just then get into a flow where you stop worrying about what other people think. You start only comparing yourself to yourself. You, you measure what Dan Sullivan would call the gain instead of the gap. And the gap is your own expectations or 
your belief about what other people's expectations are. Instead, you just measure your current self against where you were before. That's the only thing logical that you can measure yourself against. And so then you just start running your own race. You get in what some people call the infinite game rather than the finite game where there's comparison and competing and you just start playing the infinite game, which is with yourself. And so then you can then ultimately be in your own life and in your own world. You're not worried about what other people think. You're not worried about the opinions of other people. You're not trying to compete with other people. Then you just start running your own race. And then you can start being more courageous. There's a, a great quote from Ellen Langer. Ellen Langer is a Harvard psychologist who's amazing, but she said the the fastest way to become an artist is just to start doing art, whatever that looks like, whatever that looks like for you, whether you're a, a content creator, whether you're a product designer, whether you're just a person, whatever it is, whatever it is you want to start doing, just start doing it and then get better and better at taking feedback and ultimately just moving forward. So that's how you overcome fear is you start getting small wins, you down, you realize that the, the fears are a radical projection that's radically inflated. The anticipation is so much worse than it is. And then ultimately, you just start getting better and better at seeking social support, seeking social feedback, while at the same time, not worrying about what other people think. Like, it's, it's weird. It's a, it's a weird combination of having the right social support and right buffer system around you, while at the same time, not, not being that worried, about, especially of people outside your buffer zone. Definitely not worried about what they think. You do have social support. You've got accountability. But those are ultimately the people who are cheering you on anyways. They, you can, they can give you honest and clear and direct feedback. But at the end of the day, they're there to support and help you. And you're certainly not worried about the people out there who are simply there as trolls to try to take you down. Anyone outside of your support group, your coaches, your mentors, your friends, your family, anyone outside of that, you know, you really just don't care what that world thinks and so then you just get better and better at getting wins getting more comfortable being yourself being more comfortable doing the work you really want to do having more autonomy having more intrinsic motivation and ultimately taking powerful action that's how you overcome fear and then you get to the point where you reframe fear uh, as i believe it was kelly mcgonigal the psychologist said you reframe fear as excitement you know that when you start feeling that feeling that you're going the right direction then you want to just go into it fast it's like endurance athletes as soon as they start feeling pain they go into it further that's when people stop as soon as you feel that form of resistance as Stephen Pressfield would say that's a signal that you're going the right way you jump straight into it um, but you start with small wins by getting a small win here or there you build confidence you build momentum you you can't eat an elephant in one bite you got to start eating little nibbles it's just like writing a book honestly writing a book can be a mammoth task but if you just write one sentence or one page then you've got a little momentum. You've broken down that fear. And then you can just take the next few steps. And so getting small wins is essential. Having social support is essential. And eventually running your own race is essential. Because a lot of our fears are based on our projections of what other people think of us. And as people, we generally think that people think worse of us than they really do. We think they're thinking about us more than they actually are. And at the end of the day, what they think of us is none of our business and we need to just run our own race and have fun running our own race and measure ourselves against the only thing that's logical to measure ourselves with, which is ourselves, where we were before and recognizing the gains and the growth we've had. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one page future self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it the full Future Self course, and other goodies such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, 
get those free goodies. And until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.